Chapter 149 The Blind Storyteller and Rice Wine After bathing and changing attires at Wukong Garden, Xu Fengyan made his way to the Qingchao Pavilion. Upon opening the door, he climbed to the third floor, where White Foxface was searching for sutras on a ladder. Hola! Xu Fengyan sent a greeting. White Foxface jumped down from the long ladder, and the two locked eyes, but no one said a word. The atmosphere was neither warm nor affectionate. Noticing White Foxface's apparent disinterest in chit-chats, Xu Fengyan felt obliged to fill the silence. So, I met Chen Yu, and yeah, she's an absolute stunner. Her parents must have hit some jackpot. White Foxface responded half-heartedly. You take her back with you? Xu Fengyan replied self-deprecatingly. No, she got hijacked by an urgent imperial edict from the capital. Otherwise, I would have made her come back here and understand who the real knockout is. Furrowing his brow, White Foxface turned his gaze towards Xu Fengyan, who was now wearing a mischievous grin. With his lips curled, devoid of any charm, White Foxface said with a chilling undertone, Do I know you that well? Xu Fengyan pondered on this question for a moment before replying with earnest sincerity. You might not know me well, but I certainly know you quite intimately. Does that suffice? White Foxface shook his head in resignation. Seized by curiosity, Shufunyan asked, When do you plan on moving up to the fourth floor? White Foxface surveyed his surroundings before replying, In a few days, I'd expect. I don't suppose I'll be able to catch up to you in this lifetime. Xu Fengyan sighed. Disregarding Xu Fengyan's despondency, White Foxface stuck out his hand at Xu Fengyan. Xu Fengyan hesitated for a second and proposed with a cheeky smile. You see, Nivisword and I have been inseparable for the past two years. I've even held it while I sleep, and we've developed a deep bond. So if you find that Nivisword has been tainted with some sort of vulgarity, perhaps... With his hands still out, White Foxface shot a piercing stare towards Xu Fengyan, murderous, intimidating, and domineering. White Foxface was the real up-and-coming master of the martial world. Acknowledging his inferiority, Xu Fengyan hurriedly tossed Nivy Sword over and turned on his heels to ascend the pavilion. On the 28th of the lunar December, in that very year, standing in for Xu Xiao, Xu Fengyan embarked on a solitary journey to the Taoist rite of Xitigaba Bodhisattva. There he would ring the bell 108 times, fulfilling his royal duty. As dusk dawned on the Lantern Festival, Xu Fengyan ventured out to find solace. Curiously, he was accompanied by White Foxface. In an attempt to avoid the bustling market, they sought refuge in a secluded tavern, 
where they indulged in delicate pastries and glasses of rice wine on the second floor. Downstairs, an unusual duo captivated the patrons with their storytelling prowess. A blind old man, serving as the narrator, was tapping on his bamboo boards, conjuring captivating tales that transported listeners to distant realms. Seated on a small stool, his granddaughter, a skinny little girl, strummed a lute to complement his narrative. Owing to its secluded location, the tavern remained relatively deserted during this time, where most townsfolk were preparing to visit the Lantern Fair. The first floor had few customers, and the second floor witnessed an even bleaker scene. Xu Fanyan beckoned a waiter, signaling him to bring them another bowl of rice wine to the old man and his granddaughter downstairs. As the exquisite rice wine was delivered to the first floor, the old man turned toward his granddaughter and said something, prompting the young girl to rise from her seat. With the lute still in her arms, she bowed respectfully toward the second floor. The blind man then borrowed a stool from the waiter and positioned the bowl of rice wine next to him. With each climactic moment of his storytelling, he would raise the bowl to his lips, savoring a sip of rice wine. The blind old man talked about galloping warhorses in northern Liang, the turmoil and upheaval during the spring and autumn period. Unconsciously, he found the story would be ended instantly with the words of Prince Xu by the Guangling River. Prince Xu Fengyan listened attentively as the storyteller went on, his expression devoid of any emotion. The blind artist, trembling slightly, reached out to caress the girl on her head before going for his bowl, only to realize it was empty now. Placing the bowl back down, he smacked his lips in contemplation, muttering, it's a lucky day to me, Han Wenhu, a veteran of Northern Liang. What an extraordinary bowl of rice wine that was. One that brims with courage and determination. How flavorful. <laughs>